Straw Hut Media. So, like, how would you want me to introduce you? I mean, like, artist, what, like, what's your, what do you think your title is? Besides artist, obviously you're an artist. But- artist and surfer. You can go from there. <laughs> I know that you're a surfer and an artist, yeah. that's, that's it. Yeah, well, I mean, all the work really comes from that intersection, and that's what this show's about. Right. So, and that encompasses film and fashion and music and all, all these things that I've, places you know, I I've worked. have exercise pants that are your back. How? I would love to know where they are. I would have to ask my housekeeper, but she's a whore. But you, uh, so you wore them. Yeah, and I, wore, you, I wore them. I mean, I, wear, I live in basically exercise pants. Like, it's what it well, is. Well, I love that. I never, yeah. you were supposed to send me photos no, or tell they, me. They didn't turn out good. The like photos? Them. How could they not? They, it wasn't like, it just, I was, I'm chubby. I haven't worked out in like three months because of okay. my rib. Okay. So I'm plus I'm lazy. From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Hey everybody, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with my favorite artist and ex-professional surfer, Michael Turquado Nicola. Dina Cola. Ah, shit. <laughs> Dina Cola. I always say Michael Turquato. I know. Oh, that's we, awesome. We just talked about <laughs> we this. We just talked about it. I'm, I'm a little stalking over from Saturday, and it's Monday. So <laughs> that tells you something Epic. about how much I like drink. Well, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I this love is going to be super fun. You have a show coming up. And I do. Really quick before anyone... Um, well, I, sh- I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> what are they um, going to do? <laughs> no, on the, our YouTube channel that is um, Brandy Glenn Filter. Oh, no, it's drinking and tweeting. What am I fucking talking about? Um, the the print. Uh, the painting. The painting. <laughs> Stop it. Where is that the, painting? The painting's in my bedroom. Oh. Yeah, it's above my bed. So the painting you see in the background, which is very cute and kitschy, in my opinion, I love it. Um, you did that painting. I did. Right. I made that. Yeah. And do you know what it says in it? says i love you brandy okay <laughs> no it says without love we perish that's true so that's a good sign and there's lots of hearts and there's like upside down messages and you really have to look at it for a long time there's so I much i think there's even a little torquato character there in is there for too, sure right and then i have another thing that you gave me like on a piece of cardboard when you dropped something off for me one time yeah. and it's the little torquato guy says yep. you yes you can yes you can that's the mantra that's under my makeup table that i can see from my bed so that's cute and then I have two other things by you, but I don't have room for them in this shithole that I'm living in right now. I think so, we can find space. They could go like right here not or right really, there the, or over I mean, there. It's just, I don't think they match downstairs. And I like to have the the ones with like the gun and the handcuffs in my bedroom. <laughs> well, I think that just means that you need to step up your game and get a new house. Well, we're trying. Trust right. me. After the lawsuit, we're getting a new house. Love that. Somewhere. Um, maybe not LA because it's like a million dollars for a shack, but we'll see. Yeah, no. So true, right? It's it, crazy. I, I mean, it's insane, and yeah. I need three bedrooms. So, yep. what are you gonna do? Unless I want to move to fucking Magic Mountain, which I don't. But I mean, I mean, it could be worse. You could, could broadcast from like Ensenada or do something like that. No, my kids have to go to school, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, maybe not. Um, and we, I actually have one of them, the other one up in Jake's room because his, his room is big. It's right next to mine. It doesn't match. Well, nothing matches in there. It's just kind of a, like, this is a temporary space. Gotcha. But the only ones I don't have up are the little four ones that are my, besides the one in my bedroom behind my bed are my favorite. Love that. Yeah. And you and I used to have sex. I think we used to have adult relationships. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> So that's interesting event. It is, isn't it? Right? It's fantastic. You're one of my favorite ex-boyfriends. Really? Yeah. Well, how many are on the list? Like three. And where do I rank amongst those three? I would say you're number one. What? As far as favorite, I mean, we keep Do I get touch. a t-shirt with Brandy on yeah. it like the one I saw on the picture? <laughs> we, uh, just to say this, we went out on Saturday night for my birthday 
And it was so random. We went to the Abbey, but then we left. Well, I tried to find you right. and, and I we wandered <laughs> around in a place I've never been. And that was very interesting. I let's sent just a say. hot street man to the Abbey on Saturday night and I was not there because shit went down and we went around the corner and then I got fucked up. Well, and- let's just backtrack a little bit. Do okay. I get like a trophy or a medal or anything like that that like Maybe, solidifies that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, come on. Just Because as you were telling me, there's there's a, there's a list. There's, there's- yeah, there's a list. I mean- I feel like I keep in touch with you more than the other ones. I like I like most of them when I see them. That's weird. Not, there's not a lot. One I cannot stand. <laughs> so if I say you're having this amazing art show on Sunday, yep. he'll probably come and buy all your art. You should do it. That's great. But that's how Please. he helps you try to be your best friend. He's a fucking stalker. Um, but <laughs> What's his name? I'm going to try and befriend I'm him. I'm not saying his name on here because he <laughs> likes attention and I'm not giving it to him. Um, let's talk about your uh, upcoming show on Sunday. It's... Let's do a it. LA surf story. That is the title of the show. That's a hot picture of you. Well, thank you. That's at the on the railroad tracks right outside my studio in downtown LA. Who took the picture? Uh, that was your ex girlfriend. No, it wasn't. It was actually for a collaboration <laughs> with a uh, a brand called Agave. Oh, so we're making surfboards out of agave. Isn't that like in tequila? That's the stuff that tequila comes from. But it's sweet, right? Agave? No. You're not yeah. allowed to talk because you don't have a microphone. Oh. Well, he doesn't have a I think microphone. I think he's right, though. I Well, what he says, he thinks it's sweet, and I, I'm not going to argue with that. I said it. I thought it was sweet. Yeah. But Agave, they can make all kinds of cool products out of it. Uh, but they started using it. It's very eco-friendly. Um, and you're, you're like, I call him nature boy. You're like nature boy. You're like a feet in the sand. You have to be in the water. It's my happy place. Like it's what balances out me being in LA. I have to be in the natural environment. And for me, that's the ocean. We are so opposite because <laughs> I don't even go in the ocean, but for some reason it works but for But you while. look good in a bikini. So Listen, like, I can so rock that a bikini, works. Not right yeah. at this moment, but in general, <laughs> but I'm not like, we are very opposite. It's so true. Like you, you, like he follows like, oh, the surfy part. He's like in the water. He's like just very... He needs very little to live. I yeah. You're very unfans. I'm very like. In- You're very high maintenance and I'm uh, yeah. very like right, low profile. Just yeah. fucking say it. All right. What are, I'm really not that high maintenance. No, you're not. But way more than you are. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I need like my hair colored. I need to go get a spray tan. You don't need that. Whereas, like, I haven't cut my hair in years. He's got better hair than I do. He doesn't even need extensions, and he has a tan that's natural. I mean. But then you have some wrinkles because you're in the sun all the time. Yeah, I got the crow's feet. I got all that I stuff like going that for on. Dudes. But that's like it's a dude thing. You're supposed to have that as a dude, right? Well, I got that. Yeah, I know. I like it. Well, thank it's you. It's very um, it's character. You, Ryan doesn't have it. Stop. Why are you trying to get involved? <laughs> well, of course you are. So interesting that you're oh looking God, at yourself. Epic. You've been doing art. Like you are a professional surfer. Let's talk about that for a little while. I mean, that was your that was your life. Well, you know, I grew up in the heart of Orange County, and so that's Ooh, where okay. that's where the surf industry was like flourishing Huge. when I was a kid. Yeah. So, like when I went to PE class in the morning, it was at the beach to go surf. Shut so, up! No, yeah. So that that's like I grew up in that environment, and I was always an athlete playing sports, and surfing was one of those things that I learned how to do it, and I learned how to win contests. And then being in the center of the surf industry, I got the sponsors, they paid yeah. for me to go places, and it just kind of snowballed into being a passion and something that allowed me to travel and have fun and do that for a while. And wasn't like some of your first work, didn't you 
do surfboard like paint surfboards in the beginning? I paint, I paint surfboards. I paint all the surfboards that I write now, even they're in that awesome. poster. I mean, they're really gorgeous. And so they're they're functional art. And as I as I evolved out of surfing professionally, I still stayed involved in the industry and started to create film and content and games and things around surfing for surfers and fans of surfing. And that led me to do more work that's involved with the environment. And within that, doing films about surfers and bringing up causes like how to help you know heal different ailments and things that use yeah. the ocean. He's very so. ni- he's very he's a good person. I'm not, but I mean, I'm happy about it. Well, that's why there they say opposites attract, exactly. right? Like, I mean, I mean, not that I'm not <laughs> good a good cop, person, bad cop. but you're very, <laughs> but you're very like you're very nature, and you always have a cause, and I think it's great. And you've been doing art shows for that's how I met you so long. Yeah, I was trying to think about like how I met you the other day, and I'm like, wait, it was an art show in Venice, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a uh, a charity organization called Sethos. Oh, and yeah. I did a big sculpture in the window on Abbott Kinney. And um, yeah, we met there. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> How many years ago was that? I fucking don't know. That's got to be like, like... 10? No, like 8? Almost, yeah, about yeah. 8 years, I'd say. It's a long time ago. Well, it's funny because I just saw a picture. Somebody took a picture of us that night that we met and we we're like smiling next to each other. Were like, we cute? Oh, we were super cute. Oh my God. The good old days. Back in the good old days. And then you lived with your grandma for a while in the Palisades. I used to go to that house. And then you had a dog named Mango that tried to sleep with us a lot. That's right. And he Mango. was gigantic. Yep. Yep. That's I why moved to LA <laughs> in the uh, early 90s and started out by renting a room for my grandma. And I, I ended up staying there for like 23 years. Well, because it was right on, like you could walk to the beach. It was like I right overlooked there. the beach and yeah. one of the best waves in LA. So it was hard to get me to, to leave I remember. That <laughs> <laughs> you really like that place. And now yeah. you're downtown and your studio yeah. is where you live. Yeah. I live nice. and work out of East LA in nice. Lincoln Heights. Uh, I went from a, an environment that was beautiful outside with a very small living space right. to a place that's not so beautiful outside with a big space inside to live and work. Well, which do you prefer? I prefer a balance. You know, I love the oh, natural okay. environment, but I need the space to work. So right, you don't really get that down. I mean, there is culture downtown. Oh, there's so much more culture downtown yeah. than on the west side. When I lived on the west side, I never went downtown. But now Me that either. I'm down there, I live in a Hispanic community, but I have little Tokyo and Chinatown and the arts district and all these things that are just bright and vibrant. And there's so much to do and great food and all that. Yeah, no, so, they have some really great restaurants down there. Oh, it's amazing. It's just, it is a trek. Like my girlfriend, Carrie, that you met, yep. um, we don't talk anymore. Um, oh, anyway, no. it's fine. Um, she moved down there, but when I would go down there, I'd have to spend the night. So yeah. if I come to see you, I'm going to have to spend the night. Well, you know, one thing that's cool about the show is that it's Sunday afternoon from one to five and it's right next to the Grand Central Market. And I love that. Which is that where it's all so those awesome. food, like anybody, like it's downtown this Sunday, LA. by the way. This Sunday, November. Sunday the 24th. 24th. So downtown LA can be a nightmare to navigate with traffic and all that. But on Sundays, it's my favorite day because it's quiet. Right. There's no traffic. You can wander around. You can see everything. And that place is great because you can go get food and it's drinks. It's a hidden gem. Like, I didn't know it awesome. existed until yeah. Carrie and I were walking around. And I'm like, this is the coolest place. It is. It, like, all of these little restaurants. And I, I don't I remember stores. I remember restaurants. We ate at one of them that was okay, but it sold like mold inside. But because we, like, tra- we tried to go to the other ones, but they were closing because it was yeah. like 10. But like, if you think of whatever kind of food you could think of, you'll find a really good version of it in there. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun. It's super fun. So where in there is your actual show? Right next door to it is called Civic Center Studios. It's okay. at, what's the address on there? Um, two geez, something on Broadway, 207 or something. Um, it is, it's not on here. Yeah, look at the bottom where it says where. Um, I can't see anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, 207 South of Broadway, Los Angeles, California from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. I will go there unless I'm 
in another Unless country. You're in another country. Or and then yeah, I will go. You'll see me, and I'm going to bring the kids because I think you haven't yeah, seen them in a do. long time. No, I I would love to see them. And they need some culture in their life. They right? need to get off the phone and off the video games, and like we need to have something to do. Well, and this show is kind of interesting because I make a lot of art. I make paintings and doing that. So there's an installation of that, but we're doing a presentation where we're talking about surf art film and the motives behind where these projects came from. And a lot of them, like you said, are cause-based. So whether it's trying to raise awareness for the environment or trying to help, you know, we do everything from working with wounded warriors with PTSD, getting them in the ocean helps heal what's going on in their head. Right. No, for so sure. there's a lot of things that- Or they is, get eaten by a shark and then either way, they're fine. Either way, Yeah. right? It's a win-win. <laughs> you feed the I environment mean, <laughs> or the environment feeds you. Right, so exactly. somebody's getting fed. Somebody, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, but this is an opportunity to talk about some of that stuff that on the surface you don't always see, but in the day and age that we're in now, it's more, uh, it's more important now than ever. It is. I think I, I was just talking to my girlfriend this morning about mental health issues and actually Kim, it was Kim Richards and somebody that um, was very close to her just had had a head injury in a car accident and she just was never the same. And she recently unfortunately took her own life and Kim's very upset about it and I'm like so trying sorry. to no it's horrible but trying to stay strong for everyone and I'm like you know as much as you want to be strong for everyone you know you have to also cry we all need to cry you know what well, I mean like it's important we need to grieve yeah. we need we need to do that and we need to be able to talk about it yeah. because I for one deal with some of that stuff on my own and I know the reality of that but I've lost a bunch of friends yeah. that way and um and people can get help yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm on Wellbutrin. It helps me a lot. I mean, it does. It's an antidepressant. I mean, like it's, you know, sometimes just like life can be overwhelming. And Absolutely. people, like a lot of people are like, oh my God, you talk about being on antidepressant. I'm like, yeah, I do because it's important because there's no shame in it. There's It's a, it's a physical condition. It's a mental condition. Absolutely. It's and a it's human on, condition. And if you recognize it, but if, you, if you're if you afraid to talk about it and you put, like if, if people shame you for it, I feel like there's a lot of that where people are not, they don't want to talk about it because there is this like stigma that goes with it. And ultimately, we need to have those conversations. Absolutely. Well, and some people come from the place where they don't know how to talk about it. Like right. they don't, there's so much shame that they don't know how to actually, whether it's ask for help or talk to a, a family member or a friend, and they're stuck. And that just can spiral downward and downward. And we know where that can go. So right. it's, it's, you know, horrible. raising that kind of awareness is important. And that's, you know, uh, those the issues, conversation has to happen. And those issues often trigger those issues in other people. So yeah. it spreads. When you see that tragedy, it's, it sparks that kind of feeling. Of course. And we just had Veterans Day, as we all know. And, you know, there's um, a huge home, homeless population. It's everywhere now, but downtown especially. And a lot of those people are veterans. Oh, my God. And it's like we in this in this climate need to do something to get these guys off the street. They served our country. We need to Absolutely. do something about the mental illness that's happening here. Well, and that's one thing I, I went from living in the natural environment where I would listen to the ocean. I would look at the ocean like it's a very that's anti healthy That's an antidepressant right there. It is. It absolutely yeah. is. I live in East LA, in downtown LA, where there's over 60,000 homeless people it's, on it's the streets. It's so sad. It's hard for and me to walk around there because I, I have empathy for everyone. And I, it, so it depresses me. It's overwhelming. I, I can't help. I want to help everyone. I can't. It's so true. I, and it's um, being immersed in it. It makes you like really think and really feel. And it's, it, there's, well, you're, it's I mean, you're helping. I mean, that's, it's part of what you're doing and you have causes for everything and you're getting behind it with your art. And I think art does, art heals. I mean, it's important to be creative and like art can be just 
it's we all see something different. Like when I see your yeah. paintings, I think of different things besides sex. Um, but you, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you, you, do you really? <laughs> well, yeah, no, I do. Like I, I like it, different day. Like it depends on the day. I'll look at it and I'll find something new every time I look at it. And I've been looking at that. it for what six or seven years at least. Yeah, yeah. And it's or you know, there's something, and I'll notice it, and it will just. There's always something new that I find in your art. And um, I don't know, it makes me happy. And it's very positive. Like I have that thing under my makeup table. I can see it from my bed. And it's like, sometimes I need to see, yes, you can. Like, yeah. Well, like, and that's, I that's, that's what Quattro that. character. That's yeah. what it represents. And He's that's, a little man, a little tiny man with ears. I can't explain it. You know, it's funny because I didn't go to art school, you know, but I've always been a creative. So I've always been making things. And it really comes from the place of my own process of trying to heal myself and get perspective on my environment and what I'm experiencing. Because a lot of times the world doesn't make sense. And so subconsciously, I need to create and use color and shape and form and work that shit out. And it becomes these paintings that ultimately tell a story. But I don't always start a painting knowing what it's going to be. It's me like working out the shit that I'm going through. But then they make sense. And over the years, they start to, you know, take more shape and form and make more sense well i know that you and i had a conversation many years ago about you had a heart condition you had a heart yeah. situation and in your work there's a lot to do with that like a lot Absolutely. came from that so let's talk about that a little bit so if you look at even in this poster you see that spot it, it, the painting is called sunspots we'll share this on the on my instagram so when we and do so it. even in this show there's a series i think there's about 15 paintings all from that sunspot series and so sunspots represent the space between here and there so whether it's your goals, your intentions, how you're living your life, it makes you focus on the here and now and be very much in the present. And so when the first like 30, I think seven years of my life, I had a heart condition called Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome. And so it's a technically it's an extra electrical band of tissue in your heart to where as an athlete, when my heart rate would go up, when I would start to come down, my heart would continue to race, but it wouldn't be pumping blood to my brain. And so I would start to lose my vision. I had all of these symptoms that were my norm. I didn't know anything different right. in my life. So through breath work and mind control, I learned to control my heart, to bring it down. And it's just how my life was. But I learned to see things in that state as I, as I said, how, when did you that, find this? Like when you, you didn't, that, that was all you knew, but when did you find out that this condition I was, was actually. I was in surgery for a, a knee condition. So I went in, they did the knee operation. When I came out, the doctor said, Hey, like the good news is we cleared the crap out of your knee. You're going to be fine. The bad news is that your heart's fucked up and this is really <laughs> serious. Thanks. So as soon as you're healthy enough, we have to do all these tests because this it's, this yeah. could be a dire situation. And so we went and did that. And, um, Right away, I went in for heart surgery. And it's kind of interesting because in the heart surgery, I was obviously knocked out, but they induced me with a lot of adrenaline to get my right. heart to go. And when they put all the adrenaline in me, I woke up in the middle of heart surgery. So I woke up right. oh, looking insane. into the monitor and all the doctors are staring at the monitor and I'm right there with them as they had the tools in my heart and they're they're doing surgery. Yeah, yeah. I woke up. So I was right there talking with them as they're inside my heart That's doing the surgery. Nuts. And um, so I had an interesting little conversation. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, you remember it? Oh, totally. Like it was kind of like speed. Well, You're like, oh. It was one of those things where I went from being totally knocked out to being like, you know, as as coherent and, and in tune and in touch as you could be because right. I was just jacked, jacked with adrenaline. Jesus. So we talked about it and I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Is it going to work out? <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, well, we don't know if we can get it. And, but you need to go back. I'm like, well, good luck, guys. Like, 
<laughs> you can do it. Don't yeah. kill me. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah, exactly. Please do. <laughs> Fingers so crossed. They knocked me out, and they ended up being in my heart for I think it was like five and a half or six hours, and then they they finally got it, and uh, and then after the recovery everything was a bit different. Like all of the symptoms that were my norm no longer existed. So I learned what normal was like. And that's life changing too, because you're, you're so used to having it one way. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, this is not who I knew myself to be. Yeah. And so it was, it was really kind of bizarre because there were all kinds of symptoms that were so normal that created the, the, the way that I was socially with people. Like when I would be out training or surfing or competing or anything, and I would be going through them. I would be very antisocial. I would step away. I'd have to kind of go into my own little world. I would sweat it out. Sometimes I would pass out and go through all these <laughs> symptoms that- I mean, you're not laughing at that, no, but, but, that's, but that's insane. But literally, like my jaw would lock. I would go into cold sweats. And it was this thing where I could avoid it by continuing to be active. So like if I was going 90 miles an hour running or whatever, if I just stopped, I would freak out. But if I kept moving- Right. I would be okay and I could slowly bring myself down. So there were times when I could manage it that way. And there were other times where I would just crash and literally like go into cold sweats, pass out, you know, just black out and come to and then be okay. And yeah, I know. And that's what I knew. That, I didn't know anything a, different. A lot of your art, I mean, the one, the pieces that I have, I know that the, at least two of the pieces that I have, a lot of that is from, I mean, a lot of that information from when you were going through that, there's a lot of hearts and like, so, like it, well, I, if, it just reminds me of it. Well, I mean, if you look at these sunspot pieces, yeah. that's the way I used to see the world. It would be pixelated. So, like if if I was looking from here across the room at the house across the way, I could barely make out the house, but I would see this field between here and there of color and shape and form that everything was pixelated, and that informed how a lot of how I process things, and it comes out in paintings. And you're still doing it. You're still putting that into your paintings now. Well, you know, it's just it's. A way that when I start to make a painting, they end up being very layered in a lot of shapes and forms. And ultimately, like there's imprints in my mind of how the artwork comes out. And so a lot of, I think, goes back to that. And I can control like what motion and, and color and stuff I put into it. But there's a, a balance in there that rings true when I know that the work is complete, when it when it just lands. Yeah. And I think it's informed by those conditions and so many years of those kinds of experiences. I remember talking to you about it because I was like so unaware of the fact that you had this heart condition. And I really love your your work and everything, but I because I remember my dad was going through all these heart things, and then you and I talked about. It. I was like, it's not the first thing you talk about. I mean, obviously, like you yeah. kind of, I had to pull it out of you. Well, it's like, and it's one of those things where I've had a lot of illness, a lot of injury. I, I've dealt with a lot of shit in my life, yeah. and I'm still here. So <laughs> I are. I use those things as fuel and you know, for intention. It makes and, you who you are. Absolutely. And so those things have shaped who I am, the way I see the world, the way I interact with the world. But it's interesting to take all of those experiences, put them into my work and to see the way it resonates with people. Right. Because, and everyone's different. We all have yeah. a takeaway from it. Well, and some people like you'll see that's the piece, that series that um, Robert Downey Jr. bought a bunch of work. And so when he presented with, Man, hey. with the uh, MTV Awards, they were in front of those sunspot pieces. Oh, that's amazing. And so- like some people, it just resonates and it's, they just get it and they have to have it. And I, and I love that. Well, Robert, I got mine for free because I was giving BJs and stuff. But I mean, I'm glad you bought his work. That's well, so weird. Well, you didn't actually get a sunspot piece. <laughs> You're so. right, I didn't. I know, I guess I have to give another So you might have to step up your game. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just a little weird. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
so we are back. Sorry, I had to get some more wine. Um, <laughs> did you? Oh, you want a beer? I I still have some beer have left a, here. Thanks. Okay, oh, boring. <laughs> um, no, I'm just joking. Um, but you, you don't we have any shots just, of tequila? I mean, come on. I really don't. And my friend owns the Casamigo Casamigos. Yeah, and he's like, I have tequila for you at my house, but oh, I gotta go get it. It's like a lot of things I have to go do. Well, yeah, but I just I don't have yeah I don't have booze in the house because of I have a 16 year old. Oh, and he often smart. has friends over, so there's yeah. like one bottle of vodka that's three quarters water because I filled it up with water. <laughs> because be, because of them or because of you? No, because of them. I don't trust okay. them. Um, I don't drink vodka. I only drink wine and sake. That's my jam. Um, except for on Saturday night, I don't know what I drink. What was your drink on Saturday? They brought like a bunch of bottles. I have no idea. <laughs> and were they all empty by the end of the night? Pretty sure. Nice. Yeah. We have, um, thank God there's no video because Trina keeps sending me like pictures where I'm like, my <laughs> eyes are like, the left eye is completely closed. All right. So are we back? Are we already recording now? Yeah, All right. Back. That's good. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, Leave there it away. We go. Put yeah. it away. Well, I did get that butt Why dial. Why you do that? <laughs> that is so intrusive. Dancing. What? That's weird. You're, you're about to get engaged. I would be annoyed if my soon-to-be fiance so had that. Yeah, I was having fun, but you don't need to see that. I mean, you don't need to record it. <laughs> he was exactly. There. So How can he not it? see? It? He can't unsee that. But why record it? That's just a little creepy for me. Yeah, you would like it. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to see myself when I'm drunk. <laughs> I prefer like I feel like I'm cute in the moment, and I'm like, yeah, that was hot. And then if you see yourself back, you're like, ooh, not hot. I don't need to see it. Rather just think I was hot for the night. There you go. Well, I'll delete my video. We'll, we'll maybe keep it. Now, now I'm <laughs> I see. There you go. Anyway, we're getting back to you. It's not about me, sadly. Um, no, you've been doing art for over 20 years and, and yeah. different galleries. I remember I came to one downtown. I think downtown. I forget. And then one in Venice. And, and then Santa Monica. Santa Mon- and- yeah, you've been all over. I know this is just new for you because you're kind of – I feel like this is a great idea, the, the surf story that's coming up on Sunday from – one to five in um, downtown because it has, like, you can go get a drink and you can go get you food. You can know and that. And for me, this show's a little different because there are paintings. There's a lot of, of paintings there. But over the past, like, 25 years, I've created projects that have lent themselves to become films or TV shows yeah. or games. And so this is kind of what a do you summation. Mean by games, though? So I created a game for surfing uh, called the Five By. And so that the was. Five By? So five guys, five criteria, everyone throws in five bucks. They go out and surf for 90 minutes. We film it. They come back in, we play it back to them. And then we film them as they score themselves and each other on five criteria. The winner takes the pool. Is that like three girls, one cup or something? (laughs) I don't know. Tell me how that works. I don't know. I mean, I just, I heard it was on YouTube. (laughs) It sounds interesting. That sounds a lot more fun than than my (laughs) thing, but, but I don't know. So I started running that with my friends and that became a, uh, series of TV shows and tours and films and things that uh, Red Bull backed for like five years all around oh, the world. amazing. So well, I did that. you have to be jacked for Jesus on Red Bull like in order to do all that stuff. I mean, I would be. <laughs> well, man. I, I love Red Bull. Don't get me wrong. I, like, I actually only like the sugar-free one, but I'm, yeah. I've am i switched over to Celsius. Sorry, Red Bull. But I used to do Red Bull. It tastes like, for me, it tastes like baby aspirin. Okay. From when I was little. Really? The only sugar in you the have house. That, I had you have to that have memory. It. Yeah, of course. I was like still in the baby aspirin and the hot cocoa. What was what's your first memory? Um I I that's a great question. I don't I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember your first memory? <laughs> no, I would I remember. <laughs> what's that? the first thing that comes to mind when you think back? Like what's the first thing that you remember? I remember walking 
into like we were we were always camped which is a nightmare but it was super super little wait you were camping yeah we always camped oh my, my whole life yeah that's why i don't do it now um and so you was, once were a nature girl i was never a nature girl <laughs> my parents i was a middle child and they forced me so to camp. you rebelled from na- no, that's where I it comes from my whole life with nothing and camping and like creeping into camp spots that were already like late at night because someone didn't show up like that's how i grew up like that was our whole life so now i like the finer things there you go like a, a hotel or a mo- i can do a motel or just a don't hotel. put me in the dirt <laughs> Actually, there's this cool floating tent thing that is actually I did once. It was kind like of cool. glamping or no, I'm not really like I feel tent. like if you're gonna camp, you gotta camp. Okay, you know I'm not like oh that's good glamp. I feel like that's a stupid term and people are lame that do it. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on me. If you're gonna good do to it, if we're gonna go and like do it, we're gonna do it. But like, why do like eh, we're gonna glamp? No, bitch, you're in a fake treehouse with air conditioning. You're not. It's glamping. true. It's true. Like, that's doing? pretty much what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do that, <laughs> but no, I didn't. So my memory was, I remember I was in a diaper. So I was fairly young, I guess. So this could have been this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not yet. I mean, give me another 15 years for that. Um, no, I was walking out into the water and it was, there was rocks on the ground and I remember falling and I remember my mom or somebody rushing to me and there was, I, I, I put my tooth through my, Lip. oh crap so i mean i remember parts of it wow and that's that's kind of it that's i mean i don't i don't know exactly but that's the first yeah that's the, the thing, first thing that i like, wow. truthfully like i think it was because it was so traumatic yeah <laughs> and they weren't paying attention they let me fucking walk out into the water parents thank you right no. what were they thinking right they were probably stoned or what were fine. they drinking <laughs> <laughs> no my dad was smoking my mom was probably having wine welcome to my life smoking pot not cigarettes that's gross um anyway Back to you. What was your first memory? <laughs> my first memory is uh, I can remember back to being in my crib. And wow. above my crib was a clown painting. Scary. And it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And I remember it feeling creepy, like, and it would not stop looking at me. And I couldn't get away from it. Well, you were in and, your crib. You were a baby. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I, I remember trying to communicate with my parents across the room the only way I knew how, which was to yell and scream and like have tantrums, like get this no, yeah. fucking thing out of here because it's creeping me out. I, mean, I need to have a chat with and, your parents. Yeah, but I couldn't Fucked communicate. Up. I was just screaming and yelling and this thing was creeping me out. So I live with that thing above my crib for a while. And now do you have a fear of clowns? No, I don't have a fear, but I do stay away from them. Yeah, they're creepy. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a fear either, but it's like if somebody wants to like dress up as a clown and, and like be a clown i feel like it's weird well it, it's, it's, it's weird it's weird that that's my first memory and it's weird that i well, would have such a fucking scary but i had that strong reaction like that the hair on the yeah. back it was standing up and it was just yeah it's creepy Maybe it was just like too high maintenance for you a wig and makeup <laughs> yep reminded you of so me. I, re- I, re- I rebelled from that and went more of the nature boy route yeah you did and you have a like i um you're, i forget you have siblings I have an older sister, yes. Right? And are you close with your family? Yes. I for, I forget. I know. I remember the grandma. Yep. She passed. Sorry, Grams. Love you. Don't. I don't love you, but I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Love, you love her. Yeah. 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 She was but best. I remember when that all went down. That was horrible. Yeah. That um, that was that was rough. That was horrible, especially like you were with her all the time. Yeah. You looked out for her. You're a good person. Yep. Spent. Uh, I was there for 23 years, so I saw her through a lot of cycles of life, and things that you just don't really see until you do right and so didn't really know how to take it or process it but i did well you did i mean you're putting it in your art i'm sure that everything that's happened in your life goes into i want to see your new paintings i'm excited 
Well, there's a there's all kinds in the show, and we uh, I just had a show of what I call reef paintings oh. uh, at the Neutra Museum in Silver Lake, and we made a film about that whole series of work and where it comes from and out in nature creating them. And that film would be screened as part of this presentation. Oh, Ryan's from Silver Lake. Yeah, you can go look. Oh, awesome. it'll be in this new presentation. Yeah, it'll be in the show. So nice. this, see, this show's a little different in that there's there's paintings, but then there's also bits from these projects I've done, like this reef painting film. We'll screen that and we'll show trailers from films I've done and like the five by game, like those kinds of things. And we'll talk about the projects, what, what I learned. Did you do your homework last night and get it all written down? And you know, I'm still working on it now, ah. so I have to deliver that stuff tomorrow. So I'm like that student that waits for the homework that until you have to deliver it. Well, I pushed it. You need an outline of what you need. Well, that's what I'm. A yeah. format. Yeah, you and so that's why well, I I have that. But now I'm going and finding like the trailer from this film, and you know this mm. clip from this thing that to that fit into the presentation that tell a little bit more of the story of how I got to be where I am now. That's amazing. But when you talk about Silver Lake over at the Neutra Museum. All the artists, all the arty people, the artsy people. Silver Lake is like the cool town. But the uh, on the side of the Neutra Museum is a big Torquato. Uh, and then across the street now at Silver Lake Coffee, I have an installation of big burlap pieces. Oh, amazing. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm immersed in Silver Lake at the moment. I so. don't go there because Ryan lives there. I'm trying to stay away from that. But. Yeah, smart. Good choice. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Make him come to you. You don't yeah, need to go exactly, there. right? Exactly. Come over to the Valley, kid. No, I mean, no, it's very artsy over there. So, I mean, that's nice. It's where all the recent- cool kids hang Yeah, right. I know. I yeah. mean, I don't go there. I'm not cool, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I've been there to like a drag show. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that. I, yeah, yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah, that, I mean, that happened. Um, and then you recently <laughs> went happened. on like a trip with your girlfriend, right? You guys went uh-huh. on some like nature trip. Uh, nature trip. Weren't you guys going somewhere? We, back for my birthday in March, we yeah. went out to the desert. No, Was I Was that what you're thinking? You guys are like, oh, we're about to embark on, not you guys, I only talked to you, but, um, you were about to like, oh, you were going on some trip or something. You well, I go. went, I went to Indonesia. Uh, oh, I went well, to, the, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a surf trip and a trip to go make these reef paintings. So I was oh, yeah, on a yeah. boat in the Southern Mentawais for like 10 days and, um, out really remote locations where nobody lives. You're like out in the raw nature. What did you eat? And, um, Sorry, I'm we had. Well, I was. Uh, it was the best trip of my life. We were on this beautiful boat with a chef, and we wow. every meal was delicious. We wait, served. Wait, what happened? This didn't happen when I was dating you. <laughs> what the fuck? I got to sleep with a chocolate lab. This is stupid. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, thanks, thanks for the invite. Uh, okay. Onward and upward. <laughs> Right. I mean, I mean, maybe onward, but let's not say upward because that's a little mean to me. Well, look, look I don't think Your you lifestyle. Would, I don't think you would have enjoyed the um, being out in the middle of nowhere. You don't. You don't know me. Then. You're right. I mean, you honestly, like, I, I, I can make the best of any situation. I know you can, and I have fun no matter what I do. I know that to be true yeah, as well. So, so I, I, can, di- I can dig be all in the middle that. of nowhere. hundred percent. So there were eight dudes on a boat. Perfect you would, you for would like me. that. Woo! 
<laughs> do it. And the captain and the crew, which are all dudes. Yeah, so perfect. like this is this is pretty much teed up for you. Right. I like to sexually harass people constantly. <laughs> you do. And yeah. you're really good at it too. I know. <laughs> Sally, that's it's what like I'm a good super at. skill set. <laughs> like everybody so has weird. their own superpowers. I think that might be yours. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it's gonna get me so all it's gonna do is get me sued and put in jail. But well now I can't sexually harass most people unless I know them, which is it's so what sad. Do you, what do you mean you can't? Well it's the climate that we're living in. You have to be oh. very careful what you say to anyone at all times. So like I always like to joke around and people are so sensitive these days. Well, you know, I've been recording all this. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, so is Ryan, just so you know. Uh, we both have. But it's fine. We know each other. You signed an NDA like, oh, you're good. Oh, I did? Yeah. That, did you see? I signed it Donald I E. Duck. Not yet. I have not yet sexually harassed you. When I do, you'll know it. You're right. I've yes. been there. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, okay. There, and on that note, so let's talk about Sunday again. So No, you are, we were having fun on the other topics. Yeah, you're both. Like, you were on a out with a bunch of dudes and a girlfriend and you're doing things that I didn't get to do when I was dating you, but that's fine. Listen, it was great. It's fine. We had a good time. Um, yeah, I mean, now I'm annoyed, but it's fine. No. Um, so you went to Indonesia and you were like on this, like, this sounds amazing. It was incredible. Best and, trip of my life. Yeah. Did you get a yeah. lot of stuff done? Like, like work wise? Well, uh, surf, I worked on, you'll see it in this film of reef paintings. So I created a body of work, started them on, in the islands out there, which is like the remote part of the planet. Oh, wow. And also got to see how in that environment where there's nobody around. Indonesia's the, beautiful. All the reefs are dead. Oh, They're shit. gone. I there's, mean, no, there's no more. <laughs> no, and there's like places where there used to be like giant clams and lobsters and colorful reefs, all dead, decimated, gone. Wow. And so like. Why? What, 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 why? For a number of reasons, for from pollution, the pollution, the development, the uh, people fishing with cyanide and dynamite, and just what? taking that happens? pillaging everything off the reefs to go sell in other countries, and no regulations, and it's there's still pirates out there. Like you're in I've the heard. wild, you're in the wild west, if you will, of the ocean, and so those places around the planet are being decimated, and species are just dying. Right. And so part of the reef painting project is going out and getting imprints from the reefs in the state they are and reporting back what's going on in the environment and trying to raise money and awareness right. you know to help the natural environment so that we can eat lobster and stuff well we 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 find as we evolve we find that humans were healed by so many things in nature yeah but yet the things that we're doing are we're killing it, right. we're killing nature and the things that help to heal us so it's kind of like it's and it's all for money honestly yeah i mean plastics when you get into those conversations it's all about money it's all about power and at the end of the day the natural environment can help sustain us we should be able to help sustain it well we yeah well we can't sustain ourselves just without it like we're we're doing yeah. our, it's a we're doing a detriment like it's not good for us yeah we're, we're killing ourselves yeah we are which sucks that's not so fun. and and when we talk about like this show with intention behind these projects some of those things that I've been doing, like the reef painting thing is I've been doing them for 10 years. Yeah. So now I'm doing shows and, and it's it seems like there's time where people are open to being aware about these issues. So here's a body of work that comes at it from a different angle. Yeah. So it, it opens up a topic that people are talking about from a different direction that hopefully will you know spark more interest, raise more money and awareness and you know try to activate people in a greater way. Yeah, I mean, you're a really... You're a great person on the inside and the out, and you're very attractive, which I like. Um, well, thank you for yeah. all of that. No, no. I mean, I think that you're a really good guy. I mean, I don't think we would have stayed in touch over this amount of time if totally if we didn't like. You're a good person, and I like good people. I, and as much as people think I might be an asshole, I do. My friendships last for a long time. Like my girlfriend, 
that I was just with whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, Trina. I love you. Well, happy birthday. Um, 23 years. Best friends. Love her. Wow. She's like my person. Well, and that was funny when you talk about when we met because I, I don't watch reality TV. I never have. <laughs> when we met, I didn't even have a TV. I know. So I met. Do you have one now? No. No, exactly. <laughs> and I so, was like, say. a lot of what you're up to, I don't really know, but I, when we met, I don't but know it's better that way. Totally. Because we liked each other for, I mean, you liked me for the right reasons and we just got along and hit it off. And ultimately, like, it's not, it's not a great, it's not a sexy thing to watch a chick that you're having sex with go crazy on TV. So. Right, <laughs> so maybe it's really a good thing. That no, I'm, it is. Let's so you're, you're not going to buy me a TV for my birthday? No, I'm not. Nope. <laughs> I think it like it's better. We really are very opposite, and I think that it was just nice to like get involved in your world a little bit and like not have you care about what I did, and it was refreshing, to be honest. And that said, I will be at your show on Sunday, which is a LA Surf Story, and it is. In downtown LA, Civic Center Studios, um, November 24th, this Sunday, 1 to 5. He's still working on the outline of what's actually going to happen. But we we know what's going to be there and it's all going to be amazing. Um, come see him. He's a really sweet guy. And buy his paintings because they're fucking awesome. Please do. I love and that. how do we find you on social media? I know you're not really like big on that. But. <laughs> I'm not super tech savvy, but I no. do have an Instagram account. It's at I-A-M-T-O-R-Q-U-A-T-O. So I am Torquato. Yeah. And my website is the same, www.iamtorquato.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And good luck. And I'll see you Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.